Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Up In Your Business. I have officially lost count of what episode we're on. Some are, some are close to 50, actually. Yeah, we're in 40-something. Maybe 47? Yeah. Maybe? I don't yeah. know. We're here with Zach of S&T Improvements. Zach, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Um, cool. So uh, I actually like coming into an episode like this where it's kind of a fresh perspective. Typically, I do some research, but um, this came up pretty quickly. And so I didn't do any research, so I'm actually excited. Uh, I like to go into things blind sometimes. Um, it's more natural. Yeah, 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 it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will start with a disclaimer because I just started hearing it. Um, our building is constantly under construction and renovation so if you hear some noises in the background apologize but it's not my fault yeah deal with it deal with it <laughs> uh so zach we're actually going to start with a little segment we call 20 questions here yeah um it is it has actually made its way up to actually 20 questions but the goal is just sort of like rapid fire yeah yeah All right. of course. You ready yeah just bring that mic up a little bit closer to you if you just want to bring it up to you yeah there you go right there yeah favorite color blue favorite snack Snickers. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Left or right? Handed? Left. Pick a number one to ten. Seven. Favorite number? Twenty-four. Coffee or tea? Apple Snapple. <laughs> Favorite drink? Uh Snapple. Uh, I love Snapple. Iced coffee or hot coffee? Ooh. Um, it actually depends where I am in the country at the time. Okay. Um, if I'm in New England, it's usually iced coffee, but for some reason, everywhere else, I only get hot coffee. Interesting. All right. Uh, steak or chicken? Oh, steak every time. Oreo or Chips Ahoy? Homemade oatmeal raisin. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Favorite vegetable? Uh, actually, Brussels sprouts. Okay. Prefer to work from home or in an office? kind of doesn't apply to you yeah okay yeah, let's get yeah. clean desk or messy desk oh man my life is constantly just uh in disarray so it's uh it's messy it's usually messy you know <laughs> you look at the dash of any of my vehicles there's yeah. papers everywhere it's, <laughs> i got so much going on so your biggest inspiration or role model um my old boss from texas he uh okay. he just taught me basically uh not everything that shines is always gold, but there is gold out there to get. So it's interesting. I like that. I like that quote. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last time you ran a mile or close? On foot or a horse? <laughs> <laughs> hey, actually, I like the horse. Yeah. One. We'll yeah. count the horse. We'll yeah. count the horse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, coolest place you've ever traveled? Um, as far as sightseeing, uh, I love going to Montana. We, okay. uh, we stayed in Billings, Montana for a couple months at, cool. when I lived in Texas. We traveled all over, and uh, Yellowstone is absolutely beautiful yeah. to see. Um, we, we were there the end of summer, yeah. you know, and uh, the, the sunsets, the colors, everything you see up there is absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, first job ever? Working for the company I, work, I own now. All right. Favorite day of the week? Oof. I actually... I like Mondays. All right. I like it. Yeah. Uh, favorite part of your job? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, favorite part of my job? I like to be able to step back when a job is done, and I use every single job I do as advertisement for the next job. Yeah. I like to be able to take pictures, and just truthfully, just the satisfaction of being able to post that online, yeah. and somebody says... Hey, if I could afford you to come to my house, I would. I would be there. I, yeah, yeah. I would hire you, and it's 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 truthfully, you know, it's uh, exhilarating. I guess when That's you cool. know, you know, there's See people the out there. Product. Yeah, people out there that are, you know, they they desire to have, you know, what you the services you offer, the yeah. products you put out. Um, cool. Last month when I was in Ohio building that deck, I was showing you guys before. I had an Amish. There's a Mennonite. Sorry, not Amish. Mennonite. Family that, is that the actual term for no it? so amish and mennonite are very similar okay. um mennonites have more conformed to modern society okay. they drive vehicles they use gotcha. power equipment stuff like yeah. that amish are true traditional you know horse and buggy yeah cool so there's a mennonite crew up there building a big steel building on the same property and when a mennonite you know, which is very similar to Amish. They're used to the, the handcrafted, you know, touch and whatnot. When he stops and he turns back around and looks at the project I'm doing, it's just like, wow, that is absolutely awesome. 
to know that the people that literally um, they uh, they're known for their woodworking can yeah. stop and look at what I'm building and say, wow, you know, like this guy's doing an awesome job right now. Right. You know, and there's just a lot of moments like that where, you know, to to get the admiration from the most random of person. Yeah, you know, well, just, not a random person. Yeah. He's like an expert yeah, yeah, in that exactly. too. And it's kind of like it relates back to us sending a client a video. Yeah. And like you may not see their instant reaction or anything like that, but you get an email back like, oh, we love this. Or like with the wedding videos, you see yeah. all the likes on Facebook. It's Absolutely. like, it's satisfying. Yeah. It's you like, know, I'm doing oh, something who did, right. Who did your pictures? And right. who, who, who built this? Yeah. You know, and that's where, you know, I always strive for every job to be picture worthy where somebody walks into a place. They say, oh, man, who put this wall up right here? This looks right. beautiful. I want that in my house. Kind that, of that was us, by the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, call these people for uh, yeah. No, without <laughs> nice my wall. without my dad, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't have put that wall up. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I completely understand yeah. where you're coming from, and yeah. that's a cool quote I've never heard before. Like I do every project, yeah, to get the next project. You know, Absolutely. to show how good because everything is word of mouth. Absolutely, like, we talked about it earlier too. Like yeah. mm-hmm. even our work over where we come from. Like, yeah, we do advertising. We get work that way. But yeah. I would say, what, 60% is word At of mouth? Least. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And yeah. You're only as good as your last job. And that's and that's exactly it. If uh, the last person you did a job for is not cheering you on, then, you know, you, you're missing out on a lot of customers. Yeah, yeah, that's you true. You know, and there's, I mean, there's been times where I've had to take a hit just to make a customer happy. You know, yeah. say that one of the crews of messed up something and or they're delayed in some way. You know, I have to then, you know, I, I offer discounts if, if there's a delay in the project. Right. Just simply for the fact of make the homeowner feel, you know, uh, appreciated appreciated and, in yeah, that yeah. sense. And, you know, f- you know, f- acts. And there's a video I saw recently on Instagram and it was like an old, old interview with Jeff Bezos. And it's him talking about like obsessing over the customer. And just like doing everything in his power mm-hmm. to like make the customer happy and like that being the way to like grow your business. And it was just like super interesting. And I don't know, I, I could I could resonate with it because it's just like, yeah, exactly. Like you're saying, like if your last customer isn't cheering you on, that's obviously not a good thing. But like if your customers can do your marketing for you exactly, and be like, oh my God, Amazon is the best. They got my product really fast. The price was great. The quality, you know, I got the products. It's not damaged. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it says, something. and obviously Jeff Bezos has done a pretty decent job. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I guess give us a quick breakdown of what you do, what your business is and, um, yeah, like a quick spiel. Yeah. So, I know it's going to be a, you got a couple of businesses, but <laughs> so, uh, my business was founded in July of 2000. Yeah. My father started it. Um, I took it over two years ago and went a little bit of a different direction than what he did. He always did uh, concrete work, some decks here and there, commercial painting, stuff like that. I took it into a whole new direction of catering to the, the horse world, which is I'm, I'm active in. Um, I have a lot of friends and a lot of my customers, actually a majority of my customers in the last year have been people in the horse world. Mm-hmm. And I build horse barns, horse stalls, garages, you know, I truthfully don't turn down any project in the yeah. last week. I have done two basement framings and finishings and a horse, a uh, set of horse stalls. I did a lean to shed, uh, a, a place as an addition onto a garage. Um, Monday, I'm going back out to Ohio to do another deck on that same house. So, I mean, like every single week is just so different that I, I mean, I don't turn down a single job. If I personally can't do it, I'll get somebody that can do it. Yeah. Um, just to in turn make sure that everyone is happy. So that way I'm constantly getting the call back. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. So yeah. there's, and then over time, I've realized where there's certain places where you can be saving money. So, like, one of those, for instance, is, is uh, obviously in the construction world, we use a lot of wood. So, where's the cheapest place for wood? You know, so you start looking around and say, okay, um, buying it from the Amish down in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay, so how do I get that wood up here? All right. Do I just drive down there with my pickup truck, bring it back up, 
you know, spend, you know, $500 to get it up here, you're saving thousands. So it's still worth it. Is it that, that big of a margin difference? Oh, yeah. 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 The first job where I swapped over to the Pennsylvania lumber, I mean, I saved $6,000 wow. wow. and it wasn't even a huge job. It was, I saved six grand that week just by driving to Pennsylvania. Jeez. So it's worth it. But yeah. in turn, if you can have a truck that drives down to Pennsylvania to pick that wood up, he's only loaded coming back with your lumber. Okay, so how about you in turn have that truck hauling commodities down that way and then haul your lumber back? So now that truck is now making money going down right. and coming back. And you're saving yeah, money. I'm, I, yep, and then I'm saving right. money by saving those thousands by having the truck down there. It's a nice equation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like I'm just trying to figure out certain ways to save money because if I can get my costs way down, in turn, the customer's cost is way down. Yeah. And do you think that just comes from experience of being on the job site, seeing, I mean, I guess it does because it's, you're like, all right, you know everything that goes into a project now. Yeah. Um, yes and no. I, I I always joke around with all my guys that work for me. It's just my mind doesn't function the way a normal mind would, <laughs> you know. When I walk into a building, I always figure out how it's built before I even talk to somebody that's in the building. You know, like my mind will just wander and say, okay, you know, we got steel girders up there. We got some wood posts and weird fashions up there. It's yeah. hacked together. <laughs> <laughs> don't you look know. up. Just don't look up. <laughs> you know, and like. Uh, what about our wall? What do you guys say about our wall? It's beautiful. Hey, thanks. Nice work on that. <laughs> <laughs> nice lie. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess um, it all leads back to figuring out where there's room for growth. Right. You know, I learned uh, four or five years ago, it's easier for, sorry, let me rephrase that. When you have a business, it's actually very easy to get a business to gross $100,000 a year just for random numbers here. It's very easy. But to hit that hit that next threshold of 500 or a million or something like that, it is very hard. A lot of investment needs to go back into that. Right. A huge, substantial amount of growth. Okay. But to reach the 100,000, 150,000, it's very simple in a sense. How about you get five businesses that make that 100 to 150? And now in turn, you have your... Five hundred to seven hundred fifty thousand dollars that you couldn't hit with just one business. Yeah, but you just have small little baskets here and there, so baskets that can run by themselves. And I say baskets in the sense of a, a you know a, another business, another entity. Yeah. So and that's where the trucking would fall into that. So my main gig would be the construction, but if I have the trucking company running, making me saving me money, but also making me money, that's money that you. You don't have to do anything for you just wake up and it's there yeah so it's self-sufficient how how did you like figure out like to bring like what were you bringing down when you were picking up the lumber like what was on that truck like how'd you find clients down there to drop stuff off to um there's a website that i used to use years ago um where uh it's actually you probably have if you ever seen that show shipping wars no, no it was so. a uh, website where uh, it's called U-Ship, and people basically go on there. They say, hey, I have this piece of paper that needs to be brought to Atlanta. <laughs> Who wants to haul this piece of paper down there? You know, or whatever it may it's be. It's like Uber for materials. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> and actually, Uber does offer the same service now. Yeah, oh, no way. Yep. Within the last so years, say, you have, say you have like a little excavator or, you know, you have a vehicle that you need moved somewhere. You know, you just post it up and say, okay, here, I need this moved from here to Dallas, Texas, and yeah. who wants to do it? And that's where I used to use, when I first started the trucking uh, years ago, um, They, I used to use that site to meet new customers and such, and then it just becomes repeat customers, word of mouth kind of thing once you get developed in that sense. But, you know, that's how I kind of got into the trucking thing, and yeah. then from when I originally started the trucking, I was 21 and I veered away from it for a little bit and got more into this, the construction aspect of it. Cause I wanted things that I was home more for. Sure. And, uh, I'm not really home very much now, <laughs> but it's, you know, I, I'm trying at least, yeah. you know, yeah. with you traveling everywhere and mm -hmm. doing all these different types of jobs. And you said Montana was your favorite place to go. Yep. 
where like when you were in montana where you, you do any hunting out there like what what do you do outside of work that um to kind of relax or take your mind off it so when i travel it's it's usually just for work yeah um every once in a great while i'll travel somewhere where there's something going on or um one thing that comes to mind is my first snowboarding experience was actually in denver colorado oh, um, really? we went out to loveland out there and my first time snowboarding was on the rocky mountains Wow. And can't I, beat that yeah, yeah. My, my little brother somehow tricked me i guess getting up onto the what's what's technically the black diamond <laughs> yeah. so it was overcast all day that day and uh we just thought like this last little ski lift went up kind of flattened out and you jumped off and came back down well after it flattened out it went right back up again Oof. and we had to get off the ski lift and trek across the top of this little ridge and <laughs> you had to hang your board over the edge and jump down to hit snow yeah. And it was just absolutely crazy. This is your first time snowboarding. first time snowboarding. I was in so much pain the next day. <laughs> 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 you know, so like I, um, as far as, you know, doing uh, leisure activities when I travel, it's usually just, you know, meeting up with friends and whatnot. I have friends all over everywhere now. Yeah, you um, must, right? Just from. Yeah. And, you know, it's go out, have dinner, have some drinks, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but when I'm home, I uh, spend most of my free time with my horses and, uh, you know, I travel a lot with the horses as well. So okay, cool. So yeah, I kind of want to get into the horses because you were telling me about it on the phone yesterday. Yeah. But before we hit that, is like, what other baskets do you have? Baskets for like business? Yeah. So, um, well, one of the reasons I was up here today, <laughs> I was talking about uh, some services, and uh, it's for a new venture I'm taking out on, which is inspections of roofs. So it's another basket that I've uh, been developing where, you know, if a, a roofer or a insurance claim or a homeowner, you know, wants to know what's going on with their roof, you know, what's what's causing, you know, water to come in, why are there missing shingles, whatnot, they can call me out there and, you know, basically give an overall inspection of the roof with photos and basically fill you in on what's going on up on the roof. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, they don't care to climb roofs. A lot of roofs are too steep for the most most people to even climb. Right. So um, I'm offering the service of taking pictures and seeing what's going on up there, along with roof replacement. Um, on top of that, we're also doing uh, roof washing, you know, soft wash, where you spray a chemical on the roof. It kills off whatever's up there, the moss, the lichen, the algae, nice. removes the stains and whatnot. So basically, you can have your roof looking brand new, or we can put a brand new roof on for you. All you got to have is one shingle missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. some of the videos you showed us earlier, yeah. some people's roofs are just not up to par. <laughs> no, no. So it's a... Uh, and how'd you get into the whole roofing aspect? Yeah, is it just, just through the construction uh, stuff? That's a pretty long story. Uh, <laughs> the couple of years ago, I was a subcontractor for a company that did the roof inspections. And uh, it was just a... At first, it was a little side hustle, and it turned into a little bit more, and then the company kind of um, dried up in this area for just poor management skills. Yeah. And so we all, the, there was 12 of us that were subcontractors to them at the time, and we all just had to hang our inspection hats up and carry on with whatever route we wanted to take. And yeah. some of us went to be insurance adjusters. Some of us went back to the contractor side of things, and some of us went completely different routes that I haven't heard from them since. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, but the, the roof inspections to me, it, I, I like it. Um, there, there is a lot of traveling involved. Um, so like most of the, most days, I mean, you're driving an hour or two, um, with roofs. I mean, I've driven through all the new England States in one day yeah, just insane. to, you know, get pictures of roofs and, but I, I enjoy it because, um, for instance, one of the trips up to Boston, uh, I've found this Japanese steakhouse where they bring out raw meat and put it in front of you, and there's a fire pit right in front of you. And, they cook and it right you, there. you 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 cook it for uh, yourself oh, in no this way. restaurant. And I was like, this is sweet. You know, they <laughs> give you out little tongs. They just, you know, they just send out uh, it, literally all the food on the menu is raw. I'd give that so a like, try. I'd yeah, try. it was, it was it. so cool. It was so yeah. cool. But and you know, you find cool little spots like that. Like there's a. Uh, Right in Cranston, there's this Thai food place that I just happened to stumble upon one day, and I was like, oh, sweet, let's eat here. Best food, best Thai food I've ever had. Do you remember uh, the name of it? Yeah, it was um, Thai Orchid. 
Thai orchid because yeah. I live I live in Cranston, so I have to, I'm, okay, I, yep. I love Thai food, so I yep, have to give yep, it a try. Thai orchid. There's Thai this orchid. little uh, there's this lady that works in there, and whenever you hand her your debit card, she doesn't she doesn't speak very very good English, but she's she just always gives you compliments. She's like, "Oh, you're so handsome," and she takes your money. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to get more of a tip. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So people, I know we've talked about on the show too, like they glorify the whole traveling for work. You ever get burnt out from it? Oh, oh goodness! I, I I don't remember a day where I wasn't just like absolutely tired when it came around to, you know, the end of the week or you know even, I mean I leave the house early every day, get home relatively late. I don't get into bed till eleven o'clock at night, and after I do some paperwork, do this or do that, do some invoicing. I mean I'm up, you know, midnight every single night, yeah, yeah. and get back up five thirty in the morning, get right back to it all. So yeah, I mean it does. It does get tiring at first, but then it just becomes a norm, and it just becomes you're actually truthfully used to it. You're, you don't even re- I don't even remember the last time I got eight hours of sleep. <laughs> right, right. It just becomes a lifestyle yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And it's I actually I feel more productive living a crazy lifestyle like that yeah. than if I was to just have a regular nine to five job, which I haven't had in a long time. Yeah. But keeps you out of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's true. You so, know, did you grow up in Rhode Island? Yeah, I was yeah. Uh, born and raised in Southern Rhode Island. Okay. And then, when I got out of high school, I moved to North East, no, Northwest Texas um, for a couple of years, and I worked for a company out there. We traveled all over the country. Wow, nice. That's kind of where I got my desire to travel because, I mean, we were at a different town every three weeks. Yeah. And the food that you, I, I love food. I'm a foodie. Yeah. I absolutely love food. And the food you can come across while traveling all over is absolutely mind blowing. What's the best? The number one, if you had to pick one, yeah. or can you even pick one? No, <laughs> no. It, it, there's so many. If you said, "What's your favorite like Thai food?" or "What's your favorite, you know, barbecue food?" That's one thing. But I can't pick a favorite over all of them. I yeah. mean, some places like when you travel out to like Rochester, New York, and you get a garbage plate. Most people never even heard of a garbage. I don't even plate. know what that is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Yeah. But it's just basically a combination of everything, and you look at it, you're like, oh, you're like, I got to try it, though. You eat it, delicious. Wow. <laughs> you know, or when you're in southern Oklahoma and you see catfish dinner, you're like, oh, catfish, you know, you know, up here it tastes like mud. Down there is a delicacy. Right, right, You know, right. and it's, I've always been open to try everything. Yeah. What about, um, and I asked everybody who comes from, who says they go to Ohio, is uh, Skyline Chili. Scott, I've never, I've never yeah, heard don't, of it. Don't, don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's like uh, if you're ever going through, uh, uh, I believe it's either Nebraska or Kansas State University. Every spring they have a uh, a festival for Rocky Mountain oysters, and that is not something you want to try because that is. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a fan of oysters. So <laughs> well, they're I not oysters. Have no <laughs> it's after they uh, uh, they take the manhood of baby the the sheep. Yeah. You know they they have a, f- a huge festival of frying them up, and it is something I will never what? try eating. I, <laughs> you didn't even never, you didn't try it. No, nope, that is the one food I turned down. That and pickled pig's feet. Uh, I, oh oh yeah, I'm out on that too. Yeah. Yeah, no, but th- that's delic- delicacies everywhere else. Right, you know? and, yeah. But I've always loved traveling, find different food all over the place, and um, even just different memory spots too, where you're like, oh yeah, last time I was driving through here, me and John did this, you know, kind yeah. of thing, and. You know, it's always fun because, um, truthfully, at the end of the day, all we really have is memories. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, so. That's true. And you got to enjoy what you're doing, too. Yeah. So if you're just hotel or, like, wherever you're staying, work, back to the hotel, yeah. it's like, why don't you take the time to yeah, go exactly. out and look yeah. out and see where you are? Yep. Yeah. Um, what do you think is maybe one of the harder parts of when you started the business, like, one of the hardest pieces and then something that maybe for you came more naturally or a little bit easier in a um, sense. Truthfully, when you go to start a business, you got to have a certain level of arrogance in you to hmm. just know, Hey, I, I'm, I'm not going to fail. I'm going to in turn prove everybody wrong. Yeah. You know, you're going to prove, say your father was saying, Oh, nope, you're never going to make it. You know, just right. say, you know, to heck with him i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna show everybody wrong here you gotta have some sort of arrogance because for the most part anything you want to do somebody else is doing it so you gotta you gotta be arrogant enough to say hey i know i'm gonna be able to 
do get it customers over Mike. You know, sure. I, you, know, you know, Mike's been doing this for 30 years. I've been doing it for two days. I got to cut Mike out somehow. Never get yeah. my customers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to have that certain level of arrogance. Right, right. That's interesting. Um, I like that way to put it. That's you know, funny. and it's it's a weird term to say, you know, because yeah, most yeah. people try to avoid being arrogant because truthfully, as a, as a business owner, you can't just run up it's to It's a turn off. Yeah, right. yeah. If I sat there and said, oh, you know, I'm going to build you the best thing you've ever seen, you know, people are going to be like, ah. You know, yeah. They're going to be like, oh, okay. And then if you just keep, pushing on it they're just like yeah this guy's just way yeah, exactly. yeah. you know it's funny you say that and yeah i never even thought about thought about it as arrogance but it is it's it like truthfully is. i'm gonna make you the best video you've ever seen yeah. but like you don't come out and say that yeah. like, but like we'll just prove it to you we'll show yeah. it to you that we're able to do that yeah and that's exactly like uh that deck for instance i was showing you guys i had never once worked with the poles like log cabin poles as my first log cabin job yeah. But I had no problem designing that entire thing myself. And you guys saw it. I mean, it turned yeah. out absolutely incredible. What's your, um, what's the TikTok that the video's on that so the listeners can go oh, see yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. What's oh, your TikTok channel? Uh, goodness, I think it's just Zachary.pion. Let me see here. Um, it's a cool video. Because you can see the whole deck and it's actually really, really cool. Yeah. Very unique. No, yeah, it it's was just cool. Zachary Pion, P-I-O-N. Zachary.pion or nope. just, just straight through? Yep, Zachary right. Pion. Cool. Yeah, you'll be able to see that deck build out there. And it was, like I said, it was my first time playing with actual log cabin logs. And I just had to have a certain level of arrogance to just say, hey, I've never done this, but it's about to be the best deck right. ever built. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and it's, um, and that's, that's the way you can essentially get into a position where you, you are uh, exposed to a lot and you gain a lot of experience. Yeah. If you guys sat here and said, hey, I want to make a, a table out of those plastic water bottles in the corner. I've never done it, but, you know, I do, <laughs> Figure have, it out. Yeah, I do have some sort of experience in the sense to say, okay, how do we make a table? Right. But you got to have that certain level of arrogance, like I keep saying, yeah. to be able to say, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to rock this table. This, this is going to be me. Yeah. You know, it's going to be the best, this is going to be the best water bottle table ever made. <laughs> <laughs> it's know? like a, a mix of arrogance and confidence, yeah. I guess, like and, equal. Yeah. It goes back to two things that I've learned and that's as, as a contractor, you, you literally, you truthfully can't afford to turn down a job. If a job comes your way, it's for a reason. If you can't do it, you know, you, you bring on somebody that can, yep. but you, you have to just to, to be able to develop a good customer base and the wide range of experience, because realistically you can't get experience without experience. Yeah. You, you, you can't learn how to do something until you do it. Didn't it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then when you're branching off into, you know, random fields. I mean, you'd have to work a lifetime of jobs to get experience enough to actually be able to put together like what I'm trying, right. what I'm working to put together here. Yeah. You know, and that's that's where the risk and the arrogance comes back into play too. Where it's a matter of, I mean, I'm I'm truthfully a very uh, not arrogant person. I, I'm trying <laughs> to think of a word, the opposite of arrogant. You know, I'm very yeah. humble. Humble. There we go. Yeah. Where. I mean, I know I can do better. I 100%. I look at a job and I say, "Oh man, how come I how come I didn't do this on the next one? I'm doing this." Right. Hmm. You know, I'm very I'm very humble. I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say my work is the best out there. It's yeah. nobody can claim that title. But in your mind, you're thinking that yes. like this is the best. Yes. Yeah. You know, you yeah. got to have that that strive to say I can be the best. Right. You know, if you sit there and say, "Hey, you know, Mike Mike builds awesome decks. I can't build a deck." You know, you you can't you can't go anywhere. Right. You know, like you guys, for instance, you guys have a podcast. If you said, "Oh, so and so's got the best podcast," I can't beat that. You know. Yeah, you'd you never guys, start. You guys have that sense of you know essentially arrogance where you guys say, "Hey, this podcast is going to kick off, and it's going to be great." At least someone will listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, someone! I got my headphones on. I yeah. listen to it. <laughs> there you go. We got one yeah. listener. That's honestly that's really interesting. I, yeah, that's a cool that way perspective. To look at is it. cool. I, yeah. So, did you feel any? Because I know you kind of pivoted your father's business. Yeah. You went a couple different avenues. Mm -hmm. Couple avenues. different avenues. Am I saying that right? Yeah. All right, it sounds weird, but um, did you ever feel any like pressure? um as far as carrying on the name um or 
did you like question did you have to talk to him about doing these different things or was he no, pretty much no when entrusted? he when he gave uh when well when i bought the business from him with the assets the the reason we ended up doing it that route was because i was gonna you know start my own my own deal because he was kind of done with it and i said hey look you know it makes more sense for me to purchase it from you and he definitely agreed to all of that and um I continued the contracts he had. We had a uh, a contract with a company painting the inside of Section 8 housing. After the people move out, they make a little bit of a mess in there. We go in, refinish everything. Sure. And I continued that on. And when that contract went up for a rebid, I, I backed out of it. I just wasn't – I was focused elsewhere on other yeah. products. But, you know, I did continue on what he was what he was doing. And then I said, okay – I see a little niche here that needs to be filled and I started jumping in on that and just one thing led to another led to another led to another and it's just slowly all coming around to what I plan and uh it's it's just a lot of uh, arrogance I guess. <laughs> literally I, I hate I hate using that word because I don't classify myself as someone that is arrogance but it's just a matter of hey I'm gonna shoot everything i have everywhere yeah, i can and yeah. just hopefully that something sticks and it's it's paid off for me pretty well so far i have an idea for a title for this episode what do you got business owners are arrogant <laughs> <laughs> that'll get some clicks i will yeah, yeah. maybe we'll have two baby. listeners after that <laughs> yeah um what do you think over and how long have you been doing this now running your own thing and oh creating baskets working working for yourself I don't even have an actual actual answer for that because it's <laughs> um, since the first job I did for myself in the construction world was in 2012. Jeez, okay, so nine years. But after, so in 2013, I moved to Texas and yeah. worked for a company okay. for two years. So I took two years off there. Gotcha. I came back and I was focused more on trucking side of things for two years. And then I got back into the uh, construction side of things where then I went off into roof inspections, just mainly roof inspections. And I've, I've seen all the possible income from all sides. So now I'm trying to piece it all back together into right. one income. Yeah. So instead of just being strictly a trucking or strictly roof inspections or strictly construction, let's just do a little bit of each, yeah. which like I was explaining before, it's easy to hit a certain number with one company. Right. You know, it's a small number, you know, get all three of those companies to hit that same number. Now you have a big number. Right. Yeah. And that's what my goal is with being, you know, more diversified and you know it, it it takes a lot to have one business making all your money yeah you know and it's easier to have a bunch of different baskets and say hey one day the trucking dries up got the inspections got the roofing side of things and got the construction right. side of things or say that all of a sudden there's a pandemic and there's no more trucking and people are stuck at their house mm. being like damn i need a new roof <laughs> so then like you know it's like yeah. you're not you're not getting run out of town for that yeah yeah exactly so it's it's always nice to have uh different baskets you know yeah, yeah. um what do you think in that in the time of you know running your own thing what do you think was one of or if not one the greatest like lesson you've learned uh that's like really really helped Pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. Ooh, a Mark Cuban quote. Ooh, <laughs> I don't think Mark Cuban, he said that about the NFL. Uh, I don't think he came up with it. But. No. So ex expand on that so, for people who don't know, because I don't. <laughs> the first part, pigs get fed. Yeah. If you think about it in the literal term, you know, pigs, they get fed, they get their grain, they get their scraps, they yep. grow, and then they get harvested. However, the pig is still getting what it wants. It still wants food. Right. So if you yourself, you're a contractor, and you you can be a pig, absolutely. There's a difference between being a pig and a hog. Okay, so I you you ask me to come over and paint your house. I say okay, I'll give you a fair, honest rate, maybe a, a couple dollars more. You know, you're you're being a pig. 
But if I go there and say, oh, yeah, it's going to be $65,000 to paint your bedroom, yeah. you're just being a hog. You may get that once in a while. You may get that home run, yeah. but you, you're, you're going to get cut off. Yeah. You know, and that's where hmm. the hogs get slaughtered side of things comes in. Interesting. Because it's, it's truthfully a cutthroat industry, and all, all the industries actually are, where people will offer to do it for a dollar less. Yeah, yeah. So if you're putting out quality work and you put your prices up just a little bit where you're not being a hog but you're being a pig you're gonna keep getting fed so as arrogant as you are Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh you know quote unquote uh you know you're still trying to be honest and just be a pig rather than a hog yeah you know keep it reasonable be honest and and be fair yeah we we all have to eat right you know and that's where you will continue to eat if you're honest and fair about things yeah where if you just go in and say hey i'm gonna put three hundred thousand dollars in my pocket on this one job that's the last job you are doing yeah right. and especially i know you're all over the place but a small knit community like rhode island yeah your name's gonna go around so yep. fast and it's just there's no coming back from it oh yeah right like word travels fast absolutely yeah yeah and especially like you're saying if there's a bunch of other companies doing the same thing yeah what oh yeah you'll like, get phased out in go fuck yourself i'm gonna go with these people over here you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you'll get ousted like quickly yeah and people and if you do take like that much of a step to go and screw someone over they're gonna go out of their way to tell that story to their friends right. like i got oh, fucked yeah. by this guy or yeah. you know like oh yeah 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 i mean you even see it just driving down the road you'll see somebody put up a uh like a little sign up on a pole and they'll someone will spray paint over it scam or don't call these people because it's like you know whenever i see that i always wonder what did that person do yeah you know were they just being an absolute hog or were they just being completely disrespectful in whatever manner and or did the client just not understand where he was coming from too which happens and that's the hardest part too about being a contractor is if there there's two sides to every single story oh yeah so it could be that, hey, you know, so-and-so built your house, one of the walls collapsed. You know, that yeah. person is terrible. Or, from the contractor's point of view, well, yeah, you drove your car into that wall. It's going to collapse. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a matter of there's always two sides to everything. So, yeah. you can run around and say, oh, Zach built this wall and it fell down in my house. And I can sit there, yeah, well, you drove your car through it. <laughs> it's going to collapse. You know, it's it's a simple wood yeah. structure. It's gonna collapse. You just drove yeah. your you know three thousand pound car through it. Right, right. I'm sorry, you know, I didn't so build an indestructible <laughs> wall yeah. for you. Yeah. So it's with everything. There's always two sides to everything. And I, you know, I could be saying, hey, just the opposite. The contractor can be saying, well, you drove your car through. In reality, your car, you didn't hit it with your car. You know, it, there's there's always so many different sides yeah, to everything. Right. So it's so hard to base business on somebody's word. Yeah. But that's where I like to do the pictures aspect of things. Pictures yeah. pictures don't lie. Right. Yeah. You know, if if I show you a picture of a deck, you know, it's a matter of you can see. I could sit here and describe every aspect of that deck to you. Yeah. But in reality, when you see it, it's a whole nother. Right. You know, if I sat here and said, hey, you know, there's eight inch diameter poles and four inch diameter railings that have been hand hewn cedar. You know that that doesn't paint a picture. Right, right. Some right. people it may. Some people that know it really better well in the industry. Yeah. 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 You know, or if I said, hey, you know, I took a, a torch and burnt the plywood, you're gonna be like, so uh, that was, you know, I was just gonna say that if you would, if you were to describe that deck you made to us without yeah. showing us that video, yeah. I would have been like, oh, cool. I guess that's pretty cool. But to visually yeah. see yeah. it, oh, it's yeah. like holy it's shit. A new that experience. Is, yeah. yeah. When you see what is actually there it's and how much work went into it yeah, and right. yeah, how yeah. big it is you know yeah. and even just like the details of like the underneath where you burned oh, yeah, it out the too. bottom side of the yeah. plywood yep yep all the rafters all, everything got burnt That's just cool. to, everything matches and you know there's a lot of little details that you can't even describe but you, you, when you see it and you look at it you're like oh that looks sweet yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and that's that's where i prefer the pictures over the word of mouth hmm. You know, yeah. if I put out pictures and say, hey, this I did this job, there's no denying. Right. You know, I could sit here and say, hey, you know, I built these horse stalls, and they could have been completely junk, you know, and you, you don't know any better. Right. You know, I just said, hey, I built them. Yeah. Right. But when I can sit here and show you pictures of how they turned out, it's a whole different 
whole different uh ball game yeah <laughs> so <laughs> kind of going off that and i want to get to the horses really bad but we still got you too but uh do people do they contract you out to kind of design their farms is that kind of what i understood too yeah yeah so i've i've been working with a couple different people to really market that aspect of things was i not supposed to say that or no, no okay. absolutely absolutely that's, that's i wasn't what sure I'm, if it was under wraps or yeah something. so this year uh any project that we do we're actually offering what what everyone refers to as turnkey so most people when they get hired to build a barn for instance you build the barn you put the stalls up you leave you know the people that paid you they still have other parts of the project that they need to do they need to put the rubber mats in for the horses they need to put the water buckets in for the horses they need to put the feeders in for the horses they need to do you know everything to get their horses in there yeah what i'm offering this year is completely turnkey when i when me and my guys walk out you can bring your horses in They're ready to go ready to go there's, yeah. a, there's water in the water buckets hmm. um i'm actually dealing with one uh in Norton Mass right now where a lady she is allowing her kids to move into the house and she wants a a house built in the back she has horses so we're going to do horse stalls down the bottom an apartment up top yeah but right now I went there a couple days ago right now it's all just woods everything is woods the surveyor was there this morning getting things mapped out to see what we actually have to work with but my next step is okay you want a two-bedroom apartment with a kitchen area, dining area, living area, with horse stalls underneath it. What size of the building do I have to go with? In turn, how does that change the layout upstairs, layout downstairs? And then in turn, how does that change everything on the property itself when you need an area for the horses to graze and their paddocks and whatnot? And then she also wants a riding arena. Well, how can I fit all of that into the little area on which, you know, just this piece of paper, for instance? Right, right. So there's a lot of that goes into that, and my experience with my animals myself um, have given me tremendous knowledge to be able to figure out, okay, the horses need this much room, or while I'm riding, I want this much room. Because if you guys were to say, well, how much ho- how much room do you need to ride your horse around? <laughs> you can have this you know, 20 by 20 area, and that's plenty. No. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you can't, you got to have them gallop at some point, right? Like you can't. I don't know horses at all, so I don't yeah, even know yeah. if that sentence was right. <laughs> it, it was correct, but uh, a lot of people actually don't even let their horses run. You know, um, my, I guess my sport is one of the few that actually let their horses just full speed run, yeah. go as you wish kind of thing. Yeah. Um, around here, a lot of people are more into the jumping and like the show stuff where I'm more into the adrenaline pack and shooting guns off a of horseback kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I would say let's let's maybe get into some of the Go for it, yeah. some of the fun stuff. Like uh so yeah, we were just talking about it. Um the horses. Can you kind of give a rundown of what exactly you do? Because um, I just to give a disclaimer, I never even heard of this until yesterday on the phone we were talking. <laughs> and I looked up a couple of videos. You sent me a video which yeah. we're I'm going to put it out for the Instagram if you don't mind Absolutely. of the body, the body cam. Oh yeah, the oh, sunglasses. Yeah, that was cool. the sunglasses. The, those are sunglasses. Yeah. It's so fucking cool. But yeah, just kind of give a rundown of like what you do and uh what it is. It's basically just a high-speed event um put up at rodeos and individual events for the circuit and uh you run your horses through a series of different patterns there's 84 different patterns you run your horses through popping balloons you have a uh, you have two two pistols on you there's single action um single action revolvers and uh, which means that every single time you pull the trigger you have to pull the hammer back too so you're running full speed fast as that horse can go through these patterns you pop five balloons you got to change your you got to put one gun away grab your other gun while you're running full speed through this you turn around a barrel and you got your last five balloons last five tend to be in a straight line and you either use your second pistol or you can use a shotgun or a lever action rifle and you're just popping balloons as you're running full speed on this horse and it is purely an adrenaline rush when you are you know within 10 seconds you're running probably 500 total feet popping 10 balloons changing guns changing directions 
and you're doing this yeah. like running full speed on a horse you got two different minds working together and that horse you just got to have a lot of trust in that horse because <laughs> for like the long guns the shotguns the rifles you uh you actually put the reins down you, you drop your reins so you're riding with two hands on the gun and oh you are just driving that That's horse scary. with your legs and you just got to trust that that horse isn't yeah. just going to either a stop or just take off even more or and go then back on you, you or turn, something oh yeah. my you God. know so there's a lot that goes into it but it's, it sounds dangerous as hell terrifying like, do they like are there a lot of injuries in it or no, no? just no. because people know what they're doing um yes and no there's there's a lot of like uh safety put in where like it's kind of just it's not set rules but it's also kind of just practice at this point where you know at the end of your run instead of just coming to an immediate stop you know you kind of slow down and you lope into a small circle and then you stop right. versus just abruptly stopping which if you're not balanced and whatnot could result in injury um most of the time any injury i've seen it's just been freak freak accidents yeah. where people's horses slip on some bad footing Oof. um we actually lost a uh, figure in the shooting community huge huge figure in the shooting community a couple months ago due Damn. to that exact situation Damn. yeah Super um there i got friends that have had broken collarbones Yuck. broken arms tear stuff out of their shoulder um people that had <laughs> I, I personally don't wear a helmet but i've had people uh very good friends of mine that the horses stepped on their helmet and slid their foot has slid Ooh. off oh, of the helmet yeah. wow um you know it's truly crazy little sport but it's yeah. you got to have a lot of trust in your horse yeah because you hear you gotta have a lot of arrogance right yeah, that's what <laughs> there it you is. go circle back yeah. yeah but like yeah because i grew up in exeter so like i kind of had a little little farm town feel yeah. but you hear about people getting injured just from horses like yeah. rearing back or something yeah. never mind when you're flying fucking full speed and shooting yeah. guns off the back yeah. of it it's it's kind crazy. of a whole new level of yeah. crazy I'll say. And, and that's why it's actually safer because you kind of gotta you kind of just got to be a riot yourself to how long have you been doing it for okay that's actually a funny story <laughs> so two thousand three months <laughs> 2018 um i was i was dating this girl and uh she stayed at home i worked all day and she was just kind of getting under my nerves a little bit she said she needed something to do so i went out and bought three horses and she never said thank you so i said okay i'll see you later and i'm I, taking the horses yeah, I, I kept the horses and said see you later to the girl at this point i'd never ridden a horse and i had i had two horses i returned one of them i had two horses yeah. one of the horses had never been ridden so i had never ridden a horse she had never been ridden that's actually my main horse now no way wow. yep so the first horse i rode i was her first rider that's and crazy. i started riding her in june of 2018 is when she she got broke that's when i got broke um september of 2018 i started shooting off of her so just a few months later i started shooting off of her because yeah, that must spook the horse i pretty was bad. just gonna say that do yeah. the horses get it's scared? actually no so they're 45 so it's more of a loud sound than a high pitch sound if you actually shot a 22 or a nine millimeter off of them they'll get more freaked out than by the 45 really yep Weird. so the 22 and nine millimeter are more high pitch sound so that bothers them more than just the bang the wow. 45s have. would have guessed yeah that's crazy yeah even with the shotgun and rifle they do not care my horses don't throw, throw their heads around when guns go off nothing at all nothing. wow and uh so i that winter 2018 i bought another horse i sold one of them bought another horse and that horse became my competition horse for 2019 and 2019 was the first year was, i would I hadn't even been riding for a full year yet in April. Yeah. And um, April, the season started up for shooting, so I said, to hell with it. We're just going to run with this and Good go crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. Competed every single weekend in 2019, traveled as far as North Carolina, Tennessee, and I did very, very well for myself that hell year. Yeah. Um, my first year riding, I had six state championships. I got invited to the world championships um oh, I shit. well i qualified Jeez. i qualified for the world championships and uh, i ended up not going because that was in october and the beginning of october i sliced off almost sliced my finger completely <sighs> off so i had to have it sewn back together Ooh. working so i had to have it sewn back together so my finger was in a a, a little cast and I'll, I'll show you pictures of it afterwards yeah. so my finger was all wrapped up in gauze and like a little finger sock and i was still competing with them 
but it just wasn't the same. I, I lost my little bit of a go, my little bit of a go. So I was, I just wasn't, I wasn't 100% in tune when it came to worlds, and it was going to cost me probably ten thousand dollars to go down to yeah. worlds and compete. So it was just, you know, we'll get them next time, kind of thing. Wow. Yeah, that's that's insane. That's Have wild. you? I mean, obviously, the shooting part is crazy because you're. The, and you yeah. told us you're hitting it with air. The, just the, the embers, yeah. Yeah, from it. Yep. Like, did you growing up oh, have yeah. a oh, shooting I, background, oh, yeah. obviously? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all right, I'm a, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've always been a gun fanatic. Um, I have a very nice collection of guns that yeah. I, I love. And, uh, you know, I've always been able to shoot well. Um, I've done a lot of hunting over the years. Nice. And uh, I've always just been into guns i love guns <laughs> so just when i found out that uh i could shoot guns off of horses my two, <laughs> my two favorite hobbies put them together and uh we just went with it yeah, kind of thing crazy yeah that's nuts that's yeah we'll so definitely throw that video up so people can actually get the feel for it because it's nothing it's yeah. like nothing i've ever seen it's it's a lot of fun and it's 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 honestly just a great environment great community to be a part of yeah and uh I mean, I, that same shoot that my finger was sewn back up in, my horse ended up getting a hurt in the first run. He just got a bruise on his foot, so he's a little bit sore. And uh, there's a guy that came up and said, hey, you know, if you want, you can ride one of my horses. And that's actually the guy who I built the deck for now. This is oh, this no is way. years ago. Yeah. yeah, so it's just we just became friends. And people, I mean, as, as soon as, you know, your gun breaks, you know, something doesn't go as planned, people are just, oh, take mine, take mine, yeah. take mine kind of thing. Where in so, other sports, people are like, oh, too bad for you. Yeah, like, yeah. you're coming in last. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm winning now. Yeah. 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 But no, they, it's a whole whole different environment, and it's, it's awesome to see. That's so, cool. Yeah, That's absolutely. Crazy. Yeah, we're going to have to go uh, check that out, shoot some videos yeah, of that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, this has been cool. Yeah. Um, you do I, a lot of shit, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> you do a lot of shit. I try Keep to your life busy. busy. Yeah, I try to. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, well, yeah, we appreciate you coming down and, and uh, jumping on the podcast. Um, give people, I guess, uh, some places to visit to learn more. Maybe uh, is it Facebook or Instagram or any For any kind of... Uh, to learn more about what? Anything. Your business. Uh, my business, yeah. yeah. We, uh, if you, you'd probably have to look at my Facebook pages. I got them all up online. Um, okay. You can look up S&T Improvements Incorporated. Okay. Um, S&T Improvements. Yeah. As far as the uh, mounted shooting, you can see it all up on my page as well. Cool. Do you and, have an Instagram at all? Um. Yeah, I do. Cool. Zach.peon. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Check them out there. Yeah. Cool. And you'll see a couple different just business adventures I'm going on. And yeah. Get to see the horses. And, nice. You know. And if you need a roof, <laughs> we got a guy. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool um hey well thank you everybody for listening um hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh if you haven't left us a rating i'm really sad so please go leave us a rating uh to learn more about what zach's up to you know visit his channels um stay tuned for the next episode and we'll catch you guys on the next one Perfect.